Welcome to a special episode of our Rainmaker Multiplier On Demand series brought to you by Clarity to Prosperity. For more information on the Rainmaker Multiplier process and a list of all podcasts in this series, visit ClarityToProsperity.com. Never hire the wrong person. Wow. What a good topic. So uh, we've all probably been uh, been through some experiences of getting the the wrong people in the organization and and uh, the chaos that that ensues. And so uh, we've got an awesome guest with us here today. One of our guest baristas, baristas. Many of you know Art Snarzik, and and Art has just helped so many of our offices in their hiring process, attracting the right talent, bringing them on. Uh, he was, you know, very very uh, foundational in some of the build out of. Our Right Fit program worked with Chamberlain's office initially on some of that and uh, has been introduced throughout C2P. So Art, welcome to the the uh, little show this morning. Thanks, Dave. I appreciate it. Good to be here. So awesome. So uh, <laughs> Art, what are we talking about today? Sounds like hiring. Um, and hiring is kind of boring, but critical, right? And we don't want to mess it up. Hi. I'm Art Snarzik. I, uh, I own Interview Advisors. I help businesses attract and hire and manage ideal people. And I work with uh, service-based businesses across the, across the world, really. Um, six continents, which is crazy. I uh, work with um, a lot of service-oriented companies and um, C2P members, as you know, are cream of the crop in the financial industry, really. Uh, each one of you guys are dedicated to building a, a great business. So hiring the wrong person, you know the struggle that that takes. And when you need to hire people, that just stinks, right? It feels like a crapshoot. So today, let's talk about hiring and take some questions if we need to. Um, I can give you some best practices, maybe point to some of the cool things that we have in the Right Fit Advisor program that we've built with C2P. Dave, I'm willing to take it wherever you like. Yeah, so a couple just uh, notes, like this is all about uh, everyone on the call. So if you have questions, if you're running into issues or challenges, you know, please feel free to bring them here. But I also just want to note too, as many of you know, Art is actually a mentor on the C2P mentor platform. So as you're thinking about hiring in your own business, I would highly, highly encourage you to tap into him. So um, yeah, I guess let's just, you know, as we maybe wait for some questions to, to pile in here, let's just talk about the overall environment. It's been interesting. Like, you know, I, I think right now we're going and seeing like waves of layoffs from a lot of these big companies. It's at least every time I look up at the news, it's more, more and more layoffs. But um, what's kind of the overall market look like right now and, and what you're seeing out there, Art? Yeah, um, similar. And I, I think we're all kind of feeling it. Wages are, I don't know, wages are interesting. I think they're unnecessarily inflating, kind of uh, inflating the bottom, which really puts some strain on the uh, middle wage positions. Um, and also, I think with COVID, uh, we've seen like, I think the people who want to work are working and the ones who don't want to work are not working. So the labor pool is really small. I think you guys already know that, right? Financial advisory all, already is, is a tricky one if you want to find a good advisor. And now, you know, with a smaller job pool altogether, we have to get really clear about what we want and become a real spear fisherman. Um, not just throw a net out the back of the boat, but really understand what we want. Go after that, zoom in, hone in, and make sure we don't get fooled during the interview and get the right person. And it's trickier now. Can you talk about some of the resources that that you guys have built out in that Right Fit Advisor program? Like, so if an advisor is thinking about wanting to 
um, add some positions or take advantage of, you know, the markets and where they're at right now and continue to expand their team? Uh, what tools, resources, things like that have you seen to be really beneficial for some of our advisors? Yeah, uh, really a fantastic program. I'm super biased because I help build it, but um, also I'm biased because I've seen a lot of people hire and mess it up. So um, really some great practices, not they've taken stuff from from me and we've collaborated on that and with, with other financial advisory firms that we've worked with, found best practices and kind of put those together. The things I really helped with were clarity, attraction, and selection. Those are like the real keys to any kind of program, hiring program that I work through. So to get clear about what you want, you know, you might say that you need an admin assistant, or let's say you need a financial advisor to join your firm. You know, do you need that outgoing hunter, somebody who wants to network and close the deal, pick up the phone and land it? Or do you need more of that networking farmer that is more of a, you know, a, and a, a relationship builder, somebody who cross sells, who takes care of your client and takes care of their needs and builds their business through relationships. So very different kinds of people and having that clarity up front helps you through the hiring um, process. So the right fit advisor helps you get clear about it. Uh, they have some cool compensation ideas in there. With that clarity, we can get into attraction and say, if you want this kind of advisor, well, here are the traits and attributes that you probably want in that advisor and the things that you should be looking for during your interviews. So putting together interview questions as part of that, you know, if you want these top competencies, well, then we should ask questions about those competencies during the interview. Um, attraction um, is the second piece and we have to attract. Right, attraction, I, I got a question for you. Sorry, uh, you were flowing there, but like you know, before we were talking about fishing, right? And so, uh, you, you know, I always look at what, what's the fishing hole if we're going after team members. I mean, what are you seeing as some of the top fishing holes right now for attracting like the types of people we would need to hire, whether it's rock solid operational people or whether it's a kind of backstage advisor. I mean, that was one of the biggest game changers for me. Hmm. I doubled my net new AUA when I hired David Roth and the expectation and the clarity was like, you don't have to go find clients. You don't have to be a people person. You just have to be my second chair nice. and sit in on every meeting so that I could be more efficient with my time. And I mean, it skyrocketed our, our business through that career pathing and compensation that, that we've built. And so many of you have been through that training now. Um, but talk about kind of where you're seeing talent come from right now. What, where are some of those areas of attraction? Yeah. Well, Dave, it sounds like you were clear about what you needed. You didn't need just any advisor, right? Um, you needed a back office support. So getting clear about that is how you go attract it. Then you attracted the biggest mistake I see uh, business owners make and managers whenever they're hiring is they write a job description instead of a job ad. And a job ad is a job advertisement. And if you think about an advertisement, it is something compelling that talks to a specific kind of person and makes them take a specific kind of action. So we need to talk to the kind of person we want here. Do we need a shark kind of closer or do we need a back office kind of guy? And we need to say words in our advertisement that are going to be compelling. So the right person raises their hand and the wrong person says, I'm an advisor, but I'm not that kind of advisor. It'll save yeah. you time and keep you really clear and focused and allow you to compare apples to apples. So get clear first. And then we attract with a great job ad. And where do you put that? 
That's your question, Dave. That's a tricky one. That's that's where everybody's struggling right now. Out of clarity, attraction, and selection. Attraction's the tough one. Right. Well, you know, speaking of the attraction side, uh, Jason and I, we had our we we had our C2P board meeting yesterday and we have an independent board member um, who's built just an incredible business. And so, you know, he's in there and he's challenging us on everything that we're doing in the business. And it's fantastic. Um, and uh, one of the things that he had shared that he really attributed to the you know massive successes he's had in his business is that. He's always looking and hunting for that talent, even if he doesn't need it. And I think like we all kind of know that inherently, but the point he brought up is it's incredibly easy to get lazy at doing that. Like we all kind of have our business. And like, I even look at mine with Allison Wealth Management right now, like it's operating really, really well. I don't need to add another person. So I literally put blinders on and I'm never thinking about trying to attract that next level of talent. And I feel like for all of us, like we always sit back and are like, well, when I need to hire, I'll just go to LinkedIn or Indeed and this and that. And it's like this law of attraction and finding people is a 24 seven job of the entrepreneur and the business owner to always be looking at who they can attract onto their team. Um, and even if they don't necessarily need that person at the time. And really, I I have to confess it to myself, but we all have to admit that that's our, our core job, right, is to grow our team. If we don't have an admin assistant, right, if I don't have an admin assistant, I am the admin assistant, right? If you don't have a janitor, guess who's the janitor, right? Um, I want to answer where to find people because I think I didn't answer that really well for the group, but what you're talking about is really important to me. I think hiring is like marketing. You know, it's hard to go get business when you need the business. It's also hard to go get an employee when you need the employee. So it's one of those always on. It's just a business process that's always on. And we have some admin that clicks this button or posts this ad or does this thing. Um, one thing that really helped me, I owned a painting company. Uh, we painted commercial and residential interiors, exteriors in St. Louis for about 10 years. And we grew from two guys to about 35 and we did really well. Um, one of the things I think that was part of our success was we were always looking and building what we call bench strength. If I was in the paint store and I saw another painter, I was friendly and talkative and I might not need him right now. I not, might not have enough work to support him and his family right now, but I was going to build a friend. Right. And you know, that might be somebody I call. Maybe that's part of my my always on strategy. I have a short list of people that I know I want to woo later on. And I call them once a year just to say hi and see how their family's doing. So that's a good place um, to, to warm up relationships if you can find other financial advisors. Um, you know, I did some work with Don Chamberlain. We did some research about uh, uh, Edward Jones. And because of their let me back up one second. Where you find your people depends on the kind of person you want, right? If you want a shark, you go where sharks hang out. Dave, you said fishing hole. If you want a catfish, you go to the pond. If you want you know, a shark, you got to go to the ocean. So where are you going to fish? What are you going to bait your hook with? You know, a, a bass wants a minnow, right? And a shark wants a big bloody piece of meat. And your bait is your job ad. That's your job ad. Make it really delicious. Make it really compelling. That's your lure. And then we have to get them in the boat. 
Um, other places to look, Dow Jones, um, Edward Jones, their compensation plan allows for their advisors, like at about year three, you either have to be making it or, you know, some of our support compensation is going to be, you know, it starts limiting year after year. And about year three is kind of the make or break point. Now, you might want to target some Edward Jones folks at about year three and say, hey, if you don't like all the grind of Edward Jones, you want to work in a cool place, we have this backup C2P program, you know, maybe you reach out and do it that way through LinkedIn, in person, let's just get a coffee, talk about the market, looking for other people to bounce ideas off of, you'll, you'll end up picking up some friends that way. And uh, the third way to find people, and none of these are easy. It's not like the old days where you post an ad and you, you have 17 applicants, right? So I think the, um, the last place to find people is to grow people. In our ad, we should be compelling and let people know what it is we love about what we're doing. I don't think people know. Financial advisory, painting, becoming a painter was not exciting and sexy for people, right? I had to introduce young people into the trades, and tell them it was cool to work outside and not work in a cubicle. And you get variety and you get environment and you get to change somebody's living space and you get to see them happy. And you get so explain what it is about financial advisory that you love. And you're probably like me. You didn't choose this. You know, when you were 10, they said, what do you want to be when you grow up? And you're like, ooh, ooh, advisor. I want to be a financial advisor, right? Kristen, you like that? We all kind of just fell into it. So I fell into painting, fell into this. I happen to love it. Why do I love it? Explain that to people so that they can say, you know what? I've been working in a bank. I hadn't thought about that, but my skills and what they love about that, I would love that too. Maybe I can transfer some of my stuff over. So can you inspire someone or even build somebody and say, if you have these skills, we'll help you get to these skills. Or if you have these traits and attributes, you're this kind of person. That's what we want dedicated to serving others. You don't mind um, a little presentation or negotiation during some conversations. You like helping others. You have a mind for details, right? You'll get some of that in the Right Fit Advisor Program along with career path stuff. Like, I think they even have like cool compensation levels, you know, in each one of those. Check out that program. It might be for you. If not, then wing it and do the crapshoot we've done for so many years. I love, you know, the, the comment you put, we are always on the lookout for quality people, including both potential advisors and staff. This is true because our stated goal is to still be here a hundred years from now. We plan to open additional offices through Southern California and great people is absolutely required. So I think you now to your kind of ending comment, everyone asking, what are your long-term goals with the business? And just to comment real quickly, it's, I'm just wired. I'm always looking five and 10 years down the road. My partner, Greg, is always wired to, are we going to make payroll next week? And, and you need both. You, you really do. do need both. You need somebody paying attention to the day-to-day -day and the, you know expenses and income and revenue. That's not me. I'm looking at where are we going to be five, seven, 10 years down? I've always been wired that way. So my planning has much more to do with the long-term viability of the firm. And we absolutely are telling our clients, we plan to be here 100 years from now. We're, part of it is a belief in, you know, language manifests. When you say it, you bring it into manifestation. And that's our plan. We're not bashful about it. So what's your plan? 
And your succession takes care of itself if you've got multiple offices and junior advisors and et cetera, instead of suddenly you wake up at 65 or some magic age, you go, how do I sell this thing and to whom? So it's all rhetorical questions for each of us to answer, but I felt it was valuable to post that. Built on the foundation of the award-winning bucket plan process, Clarity to Prosperity's proven processes, training, and coaching can help you increase your revenue. If you are a growth-minded, independent financial advisor, you qualify for a free copy of the bucket plan book. Go to claritytoprosperity.com forward slash offer to get your free book today. That's claritytoprosperity.com forward slash offer. Good work. Always keep it on. Always be looking, right? Um, and put it on your calendar. Make it part of your always on process. I, I'm going to reach out to somebody, whether that's just a phone call or two clicks on LinkedIn, but I'm going to take 15 minutes a week, you know, just to do something, put my head in the hiring game. Um, John, uh, if he's not embarrassed by it, we've done some work together and um, he really has a focus for doing it, doing it well. Um, so, and, and he has a focus on hiring the right person. I think it's really important, but listen, I like to think of hiring as the do and the who, right? We usually hire people based on what they can do. What, what have you done in the past? You know, are you an advisor? Have you worked in this kind of firm? And then we usually fire people based on who they are. You annoy me, right? You're not our type of person, right? You don't handle the clients the way we handle clients or your sales system's different than ours. So why don't we just switch that up and we just hire based on who they are instead of what they do or have done and, and get a good person. Because if I have a great person who's eager to learn, I can work with that. But if I have an awesome producer that I don't like, ugh, you guys know, you know what that feels like. So, yeah. and I think, you know, in terms of always advertising, I remember having this conversation with our HR team, like six or seven, eight months ago at C2P is I was like, let's start advertising for these different positions. And they were like, but we don't have the budget to hire them and we don't need them right now. And I was like, just because we're advertising doesn't mean we have to hire them. So like, if you go to our careers page right now in C2P, we have five job postings. Like, do we have the budget for all five of those? No. Like, do we need them right now? No. But I'll tell you what, if one of those brings in a rock star, we're going to figure out a way to get them on the team. If they're an A-team player that can really move the needle for us. And so like, just because you have postings out there doesn't mean you have to go higher. And the other thing that I think psychologically some of that does is if people go to your website and they see five or six different career postings, guess what that's going to tell the, the public? You're growing, right? You're big. You've got this. Like, so there's so much like psychological benefit to all of that. And just because you post something doesn't mean you have to actually hire but it allows you to constantly have that hook in the water trying to fish. Dave, I love what you said about, oh, go ahead, John, sorry. I was just gonna echo, thank you, Art, real quick, because one of my best hires, who unfortunately is no longer with us, but that's a different story, and she was with us over 20 years, was somebody where she attended a retirement seminar I gave, and of course, I tell everybody, if you don't bring in all your materials, these are the old days, then don't bother coming in. I won't meet with you unless you give me something to work with. So anyway, she came in and she didn't bring me her financials. She brought her resume and said, I want to work for you. 
and turned out she had 16 years experience at San Diego Trust and Savings Bank in the trust department and was a rock star. And I said, well, today I don't have an opening. Within three weeks, we had hired her and she stayed 22 years. She only made it through one fifth of your hundred year company, John. Exactly. What the heck? I know. Well, somebody's only going to make it one fifth each time. So <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, um, there was a point in there that I thought was important. Oh, uh, John said that uh, he looks like five, 10 years out. He's a visionary, right? If you follow the EOS model of business. Um, just also think that tenure in businesses, are it's much smaller. The workers are more transient now. So if you get an admin assistant that sticks for two years, you know, as business owners, we're hoping to hire once and never have to do this nonsense again. They're with us for 20 years. Right. But uh, two years is a solid run for an admin assistant these days. You get three, you're happy. You're real happy. Might be a little bit more for an advisor. I'd expect, you know, if I got four years out of an advisor, that's fantastic. I'll take that. And if I get seven, good stuff. Right. So um, maybe just think and hopefully, hopefully your business changes in the next two years. So what you need out of your admin assistant now will be different, I hope, for you in five years from now. So hire for what you need. And, you know, as you get that clarity around the role, what do you need for the next six to 12 months, like immediately? And what are their key responsibilities? Not like, not like their duties and their, uh, you know, their job description, like click here to create an invoice. Your responsibility is to make sure all invoices are out within 30 hours, whatever it is for you. Right? But that's your responsibility. Let them know what the responsibilities are and lower your expectation of how long they're going to be there. And I think you'll have a better attitude about hiring. Um, Dave, you said you have a lot of ads on your website and um, talking about the mentality or psychology of hiring. Some people don't like to put um, too many ads on their site because uh, they don't want to give the impression that uh, to their clients that they might be working with new people. And I think it's, I think it's nonsense. It's head trash. It's head trash. I think, I think wise people understand that if you're good, you're growing, you know? So. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, Kathleen asked, do you recommend any personality or attitude screening tools? I do, of course I do. And I'm very biased. I mean, that's my expertise. I'm a consultant and I help with hiring uh, in business and teamwork and interpersonal. How do I learn how to sell to clients, things like that. And with individuals, I help with couples and career advancement and uh, all kinds of fun stuff. But I use assessments as a foundational thing. Um, the Right Fit Advisor, we've built two assessments in there by studying C2P members, top performers, bottom performers, to see what are the ideal traits of top performing hunters, the go-getters, and what are the top performing traits of uh, farmers, people who are you know, warm and cozy, come by some some stuff from me. So um, we have assessments built in. They're only 85 bucks and they will bounce against those ideal profiles we put together. So you choose which one you like. I want to go for a hunter. I'm going to send that to an applicant. You get the link, we send them through, and then we can book some mentor connect time if you'd like to talk about the results. Uh, but you'll get a cool report that shows you how closely they match. And of course, we could talk about that, but I do. Um, there's lots of assessments out there, and I respect a lot of them. Um, I all the right fit advisor, and in all of my hiring stuff, I use four assessments to get a more well-rounded picture of a person. But 
Um, if there's specific assessments you love, then use those. Use the ones you like, the ones that measure what you're looking for, right? Because sometimes, you know, DISC, Myers-Briggs, Colby, they measure different things. And you just want to know what the scope of that is and not go too far and to know that you're not measuring all there is about a person. I'm going on too far, too long about that, but there are cool assessments. Um, uh, call me if you want like specific recommendations that are not part of that right fit program. Uh, of course, I'm biased. I'm going to tell you which ones you should use and they're all built in here. Why would I build anything else? Right. Awesome. And Joe asked, are, are there any recommendations about budgeting for a new employee? And I'll just touch quickly, like if it's advisor, right, from a client service associate to a paraplanner to an advisor, a lead advisor, and ultimately a practicing partner. I mean, the work that Jason and Jennifer Mackard and some of the team did at C2P on the career pathing and compensation is an absolute game changer. Um, it's exactly how to compensate, how to incentivize, what's base salary, what's a variable compensation based on new assets brought in, wow. what's a stake in the outcome based on how the business performs. It's how we have you know, our firm structured at Allison Wealth also, and it's given just such a clear guideline of who needs to do what to earn what along the way. Um, and I definitely, I know, I know they did a live training in September on that and just got amazing feedback. I don't know if anyone here was at that live training. I was out of the country, but I know it's built out into the e-learning also, and there will be more live trainings on that as we head into 2023, but uh, aren't any, um, recommendations because that's the advisor facing stuff, but obviously operational, um, or behind the scenes, there's different benchmarking studies as well nice and dave maybe we we consider like um putting together some some profiles for operations or even administrative different types of administrative people yeah and there's some great like we've used a couple in, in building our overall infrastructure uh, there's a couple dimensional fund advisors does a fantastic benchmarking study on compensations of all these people but, uh, depending on your firm size investment news does one as well and you know we helped kind of commission a, a study on all of that which is where you're going to get into a lot of that foundational work within the modules that we have in the training so um i would definitely check that out so there's kind of two components of it right there's the right fit advisor program which you know art was instrumental at helping us put together and is an incredible resource at c2p for that on the mentor platform but then there's the career pathing and compensation that really Jason is our lead subject matter expert on that. And he spends one-on-one -on -one time with the offices um, in C2P to help them kind of adapt and implement and grow and scale. Because think about what JL Smith did at their business over the last four or five years is they went from a grid model where all of the advisors, Brian Bibbo, Jeff Warnkin, everyone else, they were on a grid payout. And what that does is it builds silos in the business. Like this is my book of business. I'm only in it for me and what my payout is. And they've transitioned that to how big law firms operate on an ensemble model where people are W-2 salary with a variable comp based on new business, business development revenue, and then a stake in the outcome. 
And you know, you don't want to, if, you, if you're on more of a grid payout where everyone's kind of building their own book of business, you don't want to transition quickly to this ensemble W-2 model. Yeah, there's all, like Jason can share with you all that that's gone on in that of getting a firm like his size over to it. Um, but, but go through those trainings and those resources because they are a game changer and book mentor calls with people like Art or, uh, you know, if you're, if you're, at kind of a level at C2P, you have access directly to Jason as a one-on-one -on -one coach to be able to work with on implementation of that. So talk to your business development team members. Yeah. Um, I threw a link in there to a complimentary assessment or survey. I always offer that to the business owner or manager. So if you want to take that for a test drive and see what that's like for you and see what it measures, uh, it doesn't measure, you know, any of those creepy thoughts you have or any of your psychosis, uh, but helpful things that could help you in business or at least um, introduce you to what you could measure in potential employees or current employees. So take a look at that. Call me anytime. Book me through Mentor Connect prior to hiring, during hiring. If you don't want to do the whole right fit advisor and you think you could do it on your own just don't want to screw it up at the end and you just want a quick assessment and tell me if I got the right guy or gal, uh, we can we can do it light like that as well. So, but I'm here to support C2P. You guys are fantastic. Awesome, Art. Well, I appreciate your time. Two quick things. We will not have a coffee break next Thursday. You could guess why. The following coffee break will be on December 1st. We were supposed to have Tom Hegna on the December 1st one. Tom had to move back a week. So he's going to be uh, in mid-December, the end of the first week of December. On that December 1st one, we're going to talk all about like gifting strategies and appreciation strategies for clients around the holidays. So bring your ideas. I, uh, 12.15 is Hegna. Um, I've got a couple of really cool things that, that I'm doing at Allison Wealth Management right now with how the markets have been this year and gifting to my diamond and blue diamond clients. I'm going to share that. It's real turnkey things you could do also, but bring your ideas. It'll be fun to collaborate and share uh, anything we're doing to create unique experiences for our clients through the end of the year here. So uh, hopefully everyone has a great Thanksgiving, eat some turkey, and uh, we will be back together in coffee break on December 1st. Art, always appreciate your time here. John Jenkins, thanks so much for sharing a bunch as well. That was awesome. Interested in learning more about the topics discussed today? We want to know more about your challenges and priorities and how we can help build your custom roadmap to success. That's right, a custom roadmap built just for you. Schedule a free 20-minute consultation with one of our business development partners. Visit c2pe.info forward slash podcast to schedule a time that's good for you. That's c2pe.info forward slash podcast.